Today we're talking with Melinda Penny Washington, a registered dietitian who focuses on integrated healing, about how we can improve our sexuality through diet and essential oils. You know those little bottles you pass in Whole Foods all the time? Yeah, what are all those bottles? You're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. Melinda, are you there? I'm here. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi. So um, we're, we're great. We're really excited to hear about the things that we don't know about essential oils, <laughs> <laughs> which is everything. Can I say, I personally have noticed in myself like uh, an unwillingness to like try those things. It's almost like they're so foreign from anything that I was raised around that like, I don't, yeah, it's like, it feels almost overwhelming. I mean, it was kind of like when I first started changing my own diet, it was like, how do I know? I don't know anything. Right. And it requires a lot of reading before you actually act on something. And you know, to be honest with you, people even in the field feel that way because there's so much conflicting information that you don't know what's right or wrong. So that's why um, the dietetic field, registered dietitians, everything is science-based. Everything is evidence-based so that you can feel comfortable giving information because you can say, well, this is evidence-based. So you're not alone in that feeling. So they yeah. even created a practice around that, you know, make sure it's evidence-based medicine. Right. So Melinda, you have an interesting story. How did you, uh, how did you get involved in all of this and what turned you on to the importance of all of this? Well, that's a great question because um, I've always had problems with my stomach due to worry when I was little, when I was younger. But when I was in my mid twenties, I was in cells and that's a very stressful environment. But because I had such a freeing life, I was single. I um, didn't have any children. I didn't have a mortgage. I had a great job, made some great money. I was traveling around the world a lot. Uh, so I had in my head this great life success. I made it. But my stomach was shutting down. So I really I couldn't use the bathroom for like two weeks, literally. Oh, and wow. I, don't, I know, have you been constipated for a day? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to answer that, but <laughs> yeah, right. We have all, all of us have. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, try two weeks. And it was like, it shut my life down, obviously. And I went to the doctor and it led to um, me having to go through two years of different diagnostic tests in our clinical system, which is really impressive how they go, you know, you get these specialties. And so they had to rule out different diseases and cancer. It was just a really stressful process. And throughout the end, of, throughout the whole process, so it got to the end of it, they said, well, the good news is that you don't have cancer, you don't have any kind of major GI disease but you do have a syndrome. We're going to give you this syndrome called IBS, which is irritable bowel syndrome. And um, it can be managed through medication and um, a lifestyle of good nutrition and mm -hmm. also stress management. So it really was on me, which, I, which is really a blessing. It was on me if I didn't want to rely on the pharmaceuticals to heal my body because they had did everything they could. The doctors had did everything they could. And so it was then that I started to research other cultures around the world because I already had great interest in international um, food and, and just culture in general. So I researched how do they heal? And I found that everyone relies on the balance of mind, body, soul. That's nothing new, right? And so I started to heal myself looking at different practices on how to address healing my body, my mind, and my soul. 
and I not only felt better, but I was on, I was like on fire. I was like high, natural highs off of meditating, off of eating pure foods, finding out what my body needed, and also uh, realizing that cells wasn't my calling and my soul health depended on me doing what my calling was, what my gifts were, what made my soul sing. And that's when I decided to go back to school and become a registered dietitian so I can help people in acute situations in a hospital also heal their own body with the use of the doctor and the team of, of medical professionals too. Right. Um, and that's, yes. that's brought me on my journey. That's beautiful. And it's cool that you do have, you have, you do have one foot in one world and one foot in the other. So it's, it's wonderful that you can pull with from that medical versus like a right. I mean, whole, would we say holistic? Yeah. Integrated. Yes. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny because just what you were saying about, you know, cultures globally uh, having a, a, a pretty consistent pattern of doing mind, body, soul. And I feel like, of course, that's, that exists here in the U S which I've slowly started discovering, but I feel like the way I grew up, I would maybe say it was more binary, more maybe mind body. And even then we kind of ignore our body. Like we don't respect it enough. It's like, Oh, my, like mind over matter. Like that's, you know, people love to say that or, and even things like we don't need a lot of sleep and right. You know, and I grew up with that ethos. I mean, I, in college, I was like, I don't need to sleep. I'm young. Like, ah, like charge on, you know, yeah, I was like, work hard list and I partied all night. <laughs> um, and then my eyes started twitching and I had back knots and like, I was falling apart and I had to, I had to pull back. Anyway, I guess it's just to say, you know, we've, yeah, we've all had sort of these journeys where we're ourselves. Like yeah, willingly. Totally. Yeah. The, well, you hear work hard, play hard. Ah, that's what I heard in sales. We work hard. We play hard. Yeah. And I had a, I had a big work. mentality. Oh, oh. that's, our, that's the, the beauty in it is that the United States, everyone is coming here because the opportunity to work hard, make money, play hard is real. Um, but we don't talk about the downside of that, which is our whole, our poor body needs to be in balance. We got to balance that out and work hard, play hard is in a balance. Right. Yeah. And so Melinda, you have, um, a, a, your company that you started is healthy balance three and you can find, you can find her on Facebook and Instagram under healthy balance, the number three. Um, so where, yeah, where you, you do workshops and you speak about all this kind of healthy integrated living, which is, you know, it's been around and, and it's, it's not new. It's very important. Um, um, I guess my question is in terms of, you know, T and I talking about sex and, femininity and sexuality and sensuality and whatnot. I guess we, we, T and I are constantly talking about, you know, our cramps and our emotions and this and that, and like how our diet, like maybe this is a problem with our diet or maybe like, how can we have more balanced hormones and everything? Is there a particular diet or what would you recommend diet wise for, um, to really have be optimal sexually? Yeah, good question. Maybe, so, maybe yeah. there's no right answer. <laughs> I think there is. <laughs> well, I would love to hear your opinion. I would love to hear if I can, if it doesn't put you on the spot, what works for you, but I'll answer your question first. Um, so everybody is so unique. So even like your siblings in your house have the same, if you have siblings, have the same DNA, yet different personalities, different medical issues, if they have them, just, we're just all so different. So you're nutrition needs are also that different. Now we have basic needs that all of us have, like um, macronutrients is what they call them, fats, carbohydrates, and proteins, and you need a certain amount of um, vitamins and minerals. 
<clears throat> and so as a dietitian, we make sure those basic um, nutrition needs are met. But the ratio of them, we can tweak a little bit, and we can find out what foods you react to better. Some people don't really care for a lot of meat. It makes them feel heavy. I've had some women say that um, when they're on their period, they usually don't eat meat, but when they're on their period, they need meat, and they feel better because of the iron, because when you're on your period, you're, you bleed, and um, iron is full of, uh, blood is full of iron. You need iron to create blood cells. So they eat more meat because it's, it's, it's most abundant in meat. But it can be found in other non-meat areas too. But um, so it depends on your own individual body, what, what your body tells you. Now there's an, another, there's another vegetable called um, sweet potatoes. And there's also an essential oil that women use, Lang Lang. And it's a hormone that, well, it's a, it's a chemical that looks like and mimics the molecule of a hormone. So some cultures still when you eat a sweet potato or if you use the essential oil yang lang lang, that it helps balance your hormones during your menstruation. So that's another example of you isn't that interesting? That's another example of using plants to help during this, this um imbalance or this pro natural process of menstruation. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, balancing the, my own experience, balancing hormones, I have to go inward. Like it's all for me about meditation and mind control. I know T you have oh, more experience. Levels. Um, I live in my body a little more. You've had, you've had, you talked about, um, uh, raw milk really helping you. Was yeah. It raw? Mm -hmm. and, and I think adding more fats to my diet, like that are whole, like you're saying kind of whole foods with fat in it. And, um, and it's funny, you, you're talking about the iron, uh, M Melinda, is that um, my, you know, my, I have several friends who very much need to eat red meat when they're on their period. I do, yeah. Yeah. And I actually mm -hmm. never felt like I did. I mean, now I'm kind of going, well, maybe I should do a little test to mm -hmm. see if that's an issue, but I, I never craved meat. I mean, I, I almost never do. And I'm, I'm thinking, well, if we're all bleeding in the same way, how is it that their iron levels are bad, you know, aren't. But their diet may be completely different. Maybe they're not yours. consuming as much spinach. Maybe not. <laughs> I do think a lot of all great like horns. Yeah. I'll just, you know, eat a handful as I'm passing the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> but do you see how unique your bodies are? It's so individual. It is so individual. And you can try the I, I love the idea that you are open to trying the test of saying, okay, I'm gonna try eat meat during this next menstruation. And you may find a huge difference or you may not find a difference at all, but you're taking you're empowering yourself to to make the do the test on yourself so when you go to a, a practitioner if you need to you can say I've already done this research and you can use their information as a tool to assess your body's needs as opposed to relying on somebody else to completely yeah. address your your needs you know your your health needs yeah mini anecdote I just I I'm gluten-free now but I think actually my, I may have more than sensitivity like I don't know I'm not celiac because I don't die from it but I I vomit basically. like yeah. uh, and I had stomach aches in my childhood all this stuff and my sister is also ladies can you hear me yes, yes. can you hear oh, us I lost you for a second now I can hear you yes okay um so so my sister yeah she you know i said try the gluten free she said well i'm i'm eating uh sorry i anyway oh, but so she basically uh kept saying well i have to get tested and i said well just don't eat it for a month and if you feel better then then that's probably it um 
maybe not, I mean, that's not as evidence-based or scientific. And I feel like, you know, I love that you emphasize that, but I think it's also just what you're saying about feeling empowered to trust your body and say like, okay, I'm not going to do this. And if I feel better, then that's the answer. Yes, totally. That's, 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 so that's, that's like my main thing as a practitioner is that I would, I want to empower women. I, I wanted to put, when I started out with healthy balance, I wanted to empower everybody, you know, families, men, children, but I am attracted to, I gravitate to, I have a, a strong bond with women in my life from, you know, in my family, my circle of women, I have a spiritual circle of women. I have a, a, a nutrition circle of women. I have moms. I just discovered so, so I, I, I try to empower them to make those decisions on their own. Now, because the way the FDA is set up in our culture in the United States um, to protect us when it comes to food, the certain things haven't been tested. So a lot of nutrition hasn't been tested. A lot mm -hmm. of uh, vitamins and minerals aren't tested um, under the FDA. And essential oils aren't tested under the FDA. So you have to have a disclaimer, a holistic disclaimer, that it's not meant to treat or diagnose and cure using essential oils and vitamins and minerals and um but but food is being tested and that's why we're in the hospitals as registered dietitians as evidence-based medicine and so we can say well there's no studies that show that for instance that i know of that um not eating wheat helps or um right or only but that's because it hasn't been studied. <laughs> that's all. Yeah. If it well, works for you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Okay. So if it, if it works for you and it's worked for centuries for your family, then, but it hasn't been tested yet or tested enough, doesn't mean it's not valid. As long as yeah. it's not hurting you, you know? Well, I was going to, sorry for interrupting, but I, I feel like, um, you know, on a very basic level, it's sort of like the idea of scurvy or something, right? People will talk about it and be like, oh, well, you have scurvy. That means you're not getting vitamins you need. So in the same way that like if something vital is missing from your diet, like you're going to have side effects physically. Um, okay, we're going to take a mini well, break, but I wanted to, oh, do we, but I wanted to just say we're going to talk about like essential oils and the impact when we come back. Okay. So, okay. And also, and uh, the science behind it, because actually, you know, I, the reading about it a little bit on the internet, it's really, um, it's, it's really profound and quite fascinating. And well, and Melinda essential, just right before we take a break, essential oils are, I mean, they're, uh, there are the origins of like where a lot of medicines come from as well. Right. It's just sort of the, more right. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Right. The original. All right. Well, that's coming up. We're going to take a break. Okay. Thanks. Hello, we are back with Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking with Melinda. Melinda P. Washington. She's a registered dietitian who focuses on integrated health. 
said, has uh, her company Healthy Balance 3, the number three you can find her on Facebook and Instagram. And we've been talking with her about uh, the importance of a healthy whole diet for uh, healthy sexuality and balanced hormone levels and all of that. And now we want to get into the magic of, <laughs> of essential oils. <laughs> Again, like we introduced it, it, it's like magical. It's like, yeah, those little bottles that I see in Whole Foods, and it's like, oh, this smells nice and whatever. And I just think of it as perfume and 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 like a natural perfume, and then that's it. But the reality is that this is the foundation of medicine, and and there really is, um, it really is very helpful. Impact. So, Melinda, can you how can you maybe go into some of the background and the science behind how and why this works? Or yes, I would love to. So it's um, in this culture is pretty new, but it has been around since they opened up the tombs of Egypt, and there was essential oils that helped purify the mummy. And in Europe, they've been used for centuries and still are taken really seriously in the medical system over there, um, and Asia and South America. So the background is that it's been it was used as ways to heal the world. For, since the beginning of time, because that's all we had. They're the essence of a plant. And they're usually distilled um, and like cold pressed. And then that pure form is used to on different areas of the body. Um, so because I have to be very careful the way that I, I, um, I describe what they're used for, because they're not used, they're not permitted to be used. If I need to, I'm being responsible. So I, I, don't, I can't encourage anyone to heal or treat themselves with them like they would in other parts of the country or the world. But mm. um, say that it supports different areas of the body. So for instance, um, if I wanted to um, if I wanted to boost up my vitality um, in my sexuality, I would use, like I mentioned before, Lang Lang. If I were to treat an area, I couldn't say I wanted to treat maybe dysfunction of the reproductive system with Lang Lang. I cannot, I cannot say that. But I can say I can boost my vitality, my sexuality. Right. Which is semantic because of the FDA yeah. and all that. But, the, but how, yeah. It's sorry. certainly a natural product that isn't going to hurt you. <laughs> or, you know, well, mm -hmm. theory. But on a molecular level, do, how, do, can you um, paint a picture of how, um, if you're familiar with it on this level? Um, yeah. Guess, so it's not, you know, take it down. So it's not, I think we all, at least I do, I have this association of it being sort of this woo-woo thing right. well melinda <laughs> said i mean with the with the yam example or the, sure. the lang lang it's like so it, it actually acts as like a mimicking of the hormone i mean i have this brown rice i eat that has like gaba in it and apparently gaba is a neurotransmitter as well mm -hmm. <laughs> um mm -hmm. but I, i'm kind of confused by that but i feel like there's something anyway yeah do you, maybe a, another example or something like sure yeah so I'll break it down. I apologize for not breaking it down. I'll break it down. So, so how it's, um, you can even put it topically, put the oil on your body, or you can enhance, you can smell it, which most people know it as aromatherapy. That's why people use it as perfume. So um, the practices that we use is we put a little bit in our hand and then we cup it over our mouth and our nose and we inhale slowly. And so the, the oil becomes a gas. So the gas goes through your nose and to your olfactory system, through your nose, into the limbic system of your brain. Now, the mm -hmm. brain is a center of emotions and memory, and it helps up the, uplift moods. And because the limbic system is directly connected to those parts of the brain that control your heart rate, your blood pressure, breathing, memory, stress, 
and hormone balances, the essential oils can have a profound physiological effect and psychological effect on those areas. And so that's why when you um, maybe smell lavender or you smell peppermint, your body reacts to it in a physiological level. Either you relax or you pep up. Or it shifts your mood altogether like frankincense is used in the Middle East as a way to connect in, as a way to connect to the, your higher self in spiritual practice and meditation. So that also affects your emotional side as well to, to allow you to quiet the mind and to be still and be present to help, help some people feel is spirit. Wow. Does that wow. help explain the physiological? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Melinda, you, you told us a story about, and I'm wondering if you could share it about how, uh, how y- you basically discovered or had this experience of essential oils, uh, putting you in touch with your femininity in a whole new way. And I was wondering if you could share that story. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love because it. I love, so yeah, I love this concept. <laughs> yeah. Feeling more muted. I want to get more in touch with my femininity. I can just like use essential oils to help all day long. That's great. Yeah. So when I think of a feminine woman, someone I think is very sensual but powerful. I think of like, um, Hallie, just people come to mind, Hallie Berry. She's, she's not really super overtly sexual, but she still has a strong sexuality about her. Um, Selma Hayek is another one that comes to mind. Sophia Loren, Marilyn Monroe. She never, we never saw her nude. But she had this heightened sense of sexuality. It's the way that, and all of them didn't have a specific, doesn't have a specific body type. They're all um, short hair, different races. I mean, it's just all over the, the map, but they're known as sensual. And I think it's the way they carry themselves in comfort. Mm-hmm. It's like the condition of being, um, of, of just being in love and going with the flow of life. And so when I, I got into using essential oils because I became pregnant at the age of 35 and I wanted to have the most natural, healthy pregnancy I can have because going through the clinical side of my program, when I was, I was in school at the time, so I was learning a lot of biochemistry and physiology and there's a lot of warnings about being pregnant after 35. So I wanted to have this natural this experience that was just as healthy as it can be. And I noticed that me being with child and being a little mature in, in my um, in my age, so I, I was a little more comfortable in my skin, and understanding the biological um, changes that were going on in my body, and using essential oils to support those changes, I felt more alive, and I felt like sensual, and I felt sexy for the first time in my life because I grew up, <laughs> I grew up um, in a Christian school. My grandparents were missionaries. I was in church all my life. So I, and I, I appreciate that background, but there, a woman was to be um, proper in my, that's how I felt. I was the body, proper. I would yes, yeah. I had to be very like, you know, proper and staunch. And so <laughs> that was me. I mean, I was very respectful, especially married. I was very respectful. But when I, when I came into this period of being a woman, I mean, you know, living the experience of giving, growing a baby inside me and, and eating healthy and, understanding what's going on in my body on a spiritual level too, for me, my definition of spirituality, it just broke me open to a new understanding of what was sexy and sensual. And so what I discovered through the oils, it allowed me to peak all of my senses. So I was able to appreciate smell better. I was able to appreciate beauty through sight better. I was able to appreciate music better. It was just this heightened sense of vitality that I attribute 
to using the essential oils and proper nutrition and being really conscious of my body at the time. Hmm. I like the idea of enlivening the senses outside of like less of an interior life experience, but feeling almost more connected and able to engage positively with everything around you. Mm -hmm. And and people wanted to be around me. And I think that those women I I, uh, talked about, they seem so carefree and with the flow and very comfortable in their body. And that's what I started to feel. I'm not saying I was as sexy as them, but. Uh, but, No, you can say it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just be sexy. Pardon me. I didn't mind being modest, but. I did. I felt really, really sexy. And then now, and I was sharing, I was sharing, may I share a story that happened a couple months ago? Yeah, that'd be great. So, okay, cool. So um, now I'm four years out. My daughter's four. So I'm, I'm feeling like, and I'm finished with school. So I'm kind of learning a new me. So my daughter is really independent now um, and I'm done with school. So now I can focus on my career and I have a really supportive husband. So I feel like I have a lot of freedom. freedom. And I love New York. And so I decided to reward myself with my dear close friends of, of 20 plus years um, to go to New York and to just live like a New Yorker in Brooklyn. And I decided to bring Lady Scalera. Now, Lady Scalera is a blend that I use. And the idea of Lady Scalera is to um, heighten your femininity. And basically, the blend in there are just different oils that help you balance your that are that claims to help the, the hormonal system stay balanced and to help your emotions to be under control and to clear your mind. So kind of just open up to the magic of life because you don't have the mind chatter and the emotions all in the way. You're out of your body and into the pre- in the present. And so we went and we stayed in an Airbnb in Brooklyn, and there happened to be this little book that um, that was spelled. And growing up very Christian, I was like, oh, my gosh, we touch it, I want to touch it. And I did. I opened it up. (laughs) We used used the Lady Scalera, and we did these spells, and the spells were nothing but prayers. That's all it was. So that demystified that old belief around spells really quick for me. And it was beautiful prayers that said, you know, um, may may my highest spirit connect with love and allow others to see me as love. Just beautiful poetry that mm. were called spells. Or, you know, may, may I see the spirit of Venus, which is the, the goddess of love, and those around me and, and allow that love to come back to me. And we said that prayer and we put on Lady Scalera Blend essential oils. And I was treated like royalty. I mean, men opened doors for us. I was wearing sweats and a t-shirt for the first two days because we had some issues with the um, the plumbing in our apartment. But I was I was not my best. I'll put it that way. And men were complimenting us, um, asking, giving us places to go. I said they would be our tour guides, buying us food, buying us drinks. I would walk up to a stand and ask for direction. And this one gentleman said, whatever you want. And I said, okay, I'll take some gum. He said, you know, it's my pleasure. You have a beautiful day, beautiful. I mean, random. It was so random. But I was like, wow, this is really a spell. And it was nothing like catcalling, wanting to grab my body. It was nothing um, aggressive about it. It was all very respectful. And so I don't know if the oils allowed me to step into what we are naturally gifted with to be able to attract that kind of respect and awe as a woman, or if um, there was really something to the spell. I don't know. Maybe there's, it was a combination. 
But I, that essential oil, I believe, opened up my belief and my physiological system, you know, shut down all the worry and the hormone, maybe the emotional disruptions that can come. It opened me up to be able to see a whole different existence, a magical existence that made my trip amazing. And my friend experienced the same thing. So we, um, so, so we applied the latest scalera. We did this prayer slash spell and to, uh, to invite love and pure joy and vitality into our life. This allowed us to see the beauty, basically, of love and our surroundings. So when we walked out the door, I just as a reminder, we didn't have, we didn't look our, our best because we had our sweats and we hadn't had a chance to freshen up in a couple of days because of issues with the plumbing in the apartment we were staying in. <laughs> and so so we were <laughs> <laughs> looking really rough, to say the least. But our, the response from the men around us it was so responsible. We felt like royalty. And what I mean by that is that men opened doors for us. As we walked through the doors, they would say, ladies, you look beautiful. Have a great day. Beautiful wow. hair, beautiful skin. Um, and, you know, are you visiting? Where are you visiting from? You need to try this place. Enjoy New York. Uh, can I offer you to be? There was two gentlemen that offered to be our tour guide. And so, wow. you know, the, the good girl in me, the good married girl in me was like, oh, no, I can't take you up on that offer. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I was really flattered, you know, I was very yeah, flattered yeah. and made me feel, and made me feel see, even though I didn't put a lot of effort into looking sexy on the outside, there was something in me and I attributed it to the oils and the shift in mind, my perception, the shift in my mind, the shift in my understanding of who I was and how sexy I was and my perception allowed others to mirror that or allowed them to see the same thing in me. So um, there's an example um, that I have where I walked up to a newspaper stand, like the famous ones you see on in the movies, you know, and I walked mm-hmm. up to one of those and, and I was going to ask for directions. And there was two gentlemen that were there buying a magazine and they complimented us, my friend and I, who wore the latest Galero, about how great we looked and asked where we're from and gave us directions, offered to walk us over there. We said, no, thank you. We think we have it. And then asked us if we wanted anything from the newsstand. Like the equivalent of buying us a drink, but we weren't in the bar, right? And we're like, so, what can I do for you? What can I give you? <laughs> yes, just so generous. And I said, um, I'll take some gum. And they said, great, anything <laughs> for you? And she was like, no, I'm okay. I'll have some of hers. And we were just dumbfounded. Like, whoa, we can't believe this is happening. Um, but it's, it was it's another I mean, these stories are everywhere. We went to a concert, and this guy that was standing in front of us, we were were dancing, we turned around and told us how great we looked and gave us these $200 passes that we wore around our neck to go come back the next day and concert hop all through Brooklyn, Williamsburg. They were having this concert series, and he just gave us these passes. Yeah, it was like magic. It was like magic. And so I don't know. My philosophy is that what the oils did was it took care of the physiological interruptions that happened, the mind chatter, the emotions. It took care of that physiological need so that I can open up and see the beauty that's around me. And that has always been there, but I just shifted my mindset and my emotions to allow it to flow. And I think that's what femininity is. That's what sexuality is. Mm. Be able to allow that to shine. 
low in receptivity and um, one staying in a place of that. Right. right. I mean, definitely just hearing you tell that story brought up so many different experiences for me, memories of when that happens. And then also and when, when it, it doesn't. doesn't. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and why right? that at the root, it's like, what's, what are the stresses that are impacting me or, or yeah. kind of inhibiting. I love, and I love the beauty yeah. of these stories because it, to me, it shows, uh, it shows, examples of the power of femininity in a healthy way, not in an abusive, a controlling or manipulative way, but how just, just the pure power and effect of femininity. Yeah. I mean, we talk people, I think in our shows, we've had a lot of, you know, how are we defining femininity, all this? I mean, to me, it's the way you're describing it. It's, it's sort of this locking into your charisma and like pure self. I mean, I almost feel like even men could have this flow but, in a different way. Yeah. Sure. Using male scolera right. <laughs> or whatever, <Right>. you know, but, <laughs> no, but yeah, this idea of, of finding your centered true sexual self. And by that just being, yeah. But I, for me, the difference is that it's not just, I think traditionally we think of it as in for women specifically as a very sexual thing, mm. you know, and we focus yes. on bud and that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah. but for me, it's not like the true power of femininity is exactly what you're talking about. It's drawing the, it's, these men didn't offer like, Hey baby, you want to go around the corner or want to come back to my exactly. place? Exactly. No, it, it was, what can I do for you? Like, yeah. I just want to like give and help you in any way I can. And to me, that's the true power and beauty of the dynamic. Um, when you're in a cyclical flow like that of like giving and, and receiving. Yeah. Yeah. So um, where can I get me some Lady Scalera? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So um, I'm glad you brought that up because if you were to go to, from my understanding, my belief, if you were to go to like a, a health food store, 95% of the time, those oils aren't 100% pure. And what I mean by that is when they distill it, they distill a little part of the oil and then they add like a carrier oil, which is like a vegetable oil, which still can be pure, right? Like olive oil to it. So it's diluted. It's not as powerful. But the oils that I use, I happen to use um, Young Living essential oils. They they uh, they they follow the process from what they call seed to seal. They understand that it's pure from the moment they plant it to when they distill it to when they package it. But it's also 100% of that oil. So for instance, oh, wow. rose oil extremely expensive rose oil but what they do they take 5,000 pounds I mean sorry five yeah 5,000 pounds of rose petals makes like one kilo of oil which is 2.2 pounds and so because they're not just their rose only bring pulls out so much oil and so it's it's pure and that's why they use it for therapeutic reasons as opposed to just smell good and um and I if you if you want you can give me a call <laughs> Um, and you can email me at healthybalance3 at gmail, or you can call me at 916-396-2699, or you can use reach me through Instagram or through Facebook. My website right now is under construction because I just came out of um, school, and I'm wanting to really bump up my practice to implement all of my expertise now and um, with a vision, I'm adding a, a lot of self-empowerment into my practice. So I want that to reflect in my website. And so um, that's not up right now, but it'll be up by the end of September. And that'll be healthybalance3.com. Okay, great. Um, Melinda, thank you. It's been so fun to talk with you and understand uh, more about essential oils. 
Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's amazing. It's amazing. And if I can close with one thing, um, to me, most what's most important, though, in all of this is that you mentioned that when you're not in that natural flow, your femininity can't, doesn't really have a chance to be showcased. When you're sick, nutrition, like nutrition can really make a difference. And when you're sick, you're in another, you can't show that femininity also because you're just trying to battle whatever you're battling in your body. So nutrition can really help bring out that femininity also because it adds life and vitality if you're eating the right diet. Totally. Mm. Good point. Yeah, Thank there is no that. magic bullet one sh- Put this essential oil on and everything will magically be better. Yeah, no, I understand that. Thank you for for yeah, highlighting for that. Yeah. Yeah, how the health balances and allows you to focus on what you want to focus on and what you want to put your energy into. Exactly. Instead yeah, of your pa- your your gift, and we all have them. It allows you to show your gift. Great. All right. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Melinda. You're Melinda. Welcome. Um, check out our work at Healthy Balance Three. Uh, dietitian mm-hmm. and uh, expert on essential oils. <laughs> um, you're listening to Pushing Boundaries with TNA. I'm T. And I'm A. And check us out at pbwithta.com.